0: I hope you're having a wonderful day. My name is Ellie and I'm going to be running through this week's tech news. So every piece that we're going to be talking about today came from the Friday Tech Roundup and covers pieces of news from the week commencing 12th of July. So the last couple of days. Now, number one, jumping straight in, I'm sure many of us were sat in front of our TVs on Sunday night, cheering on the England boys, and then sharing in the emotion when we lost to Italy in the penalty shootout. But what should have been remembered as a triumph of teamwork and football coming home turned into a vile display of online abuse, and quite rightly, there has been a call for social media companies to stamp down on users hiding behind anonymous accounts by introducing legal identification. Now, whilst ID verification might seem like a logical solution, Adam Smith, a journalist at The Independent, argues that it would give platforms more power without actually fixing the problem. Other activists such as Gina Martin also shone a light on the accessibility of government-issued ID, noting that many of the most marginalised people we'd be aiming to protect would be looked at of having a social account and that we should be focusing on the weaponization of anonymity rather than anonymity itself. Number two, Revolut became Britain's biggest ever fintech after raising a huge £577 million in a new fundraising led by two major global investors. The deal will transform Revolut into one of the most valuable fintech companies ever launched in Europe and worth six times more than it was a year ago. For some, the valuation has been queried, with journalist Niles Prattley from The Guardian question how a six-year-old fintech firm can be worth £24 billion, a valuation only a whisker above that of NatWest, and supposedly 70% of Lloyds Banking Group's stock market value. Whilst Prattley focuses on today's activities, others in the market put the valuation down to what's on the horizon and Revolut's potential to help reimagine the coming global digital revolution in consumer finance. Let us know what you think. Number three, Microsoft popped up twice this week. The first was to announce Windows 365, a new subscription-based cloud PC product where users can stream a Windows device from anywhere. This will be available for business customers of all sizes next month. The second was to warn Windows 10 users about a critical update warning after the company's new Windows 10 patch Tuesday update revealed fixes for an eye-opening 117 security holes. 103 of these flaws are classified as important, 13 are deemed critical, and 4 of those critical flaws are under active attack by hackers. Well worth checking out if you've been affected sooner rather than later. Number four, a new study shows 83% of UK software engineers suffer burnout with COVID-19 making it worse. Junaid Ali, the computer scientist who commissioned the survey, found that an increase in digitalization was the main factor. It is also believed that the burnout, especially among developers, could be linked to cycle time and an increase in pressure for engineering teams to deploy ideas into production to get feedback from real world users. Whilst the report doesn't show any evidence of a link between short cycle times and an increase in burnout, the report did flag some holes with how psychological safety of teams is prioritised and factored into agile ways of working. If you yourself feel that you may be at a risk of burnout, our engineer Ali Hill delivered a keynote at DevOps Days Edinburgh in 2019 it's amazing how relevant his talk remains today and hopefully it will be help to some of you uh, to know a that you're not alone but b there are some actionable steps that you can take to prevent experience something similar we've dropped a link to that keynote into the comments so please check that out and hopefully it can help at least one listener today Number five, Netflix snaps out former EA Oculus exec to lead its video game efforts with an eye towards opening an Apple Arcade or Xbox Game Pass-like subscription bundle. reported by Bloomberg, the streaming company has hired Mike Verdu as its Vice President of Game Development, reporting to COO Greg Peters. Now, According to Bloomberg, Netflix could offer games right next to its other streaming content within the next year without charging extra for the experience. Whilst an example of bringing the experience to the customer, it will be interesting to see if avid Netflix users are as excited for gaming as they are film and TV series, or if this is Netflix seeking out a new USP for being the first service to combine both, and possibly a justification for hiking its fees in the future. As we mentioned on the Friday roundup recording itself, two pieces of news didn't quite make the final five. However, we did want to mark and congratulate Manchester for being crowned the biggest tech hub outside of the UK capital. There was also one other story floating about in orbit. Can you guess? As SpaceX, Virgin Galactic, and Blue Origin ramp up competition over space travel, it seems not everyone is over the moon about it. Pun very much intended. In fact, Richard Branson beating Bezos and Musk to the punch seems in some respects underwhelming, which is just crazy when you consider this as the first steps taken towards the commodification of space. Yes, actual space. Whilst the news made the round on various outlets and newspaper channels, We settled on an article featured in iNews and written by Rachel Mandcock. Rachel explores why many are feeling disengaged with the news, looking at issues of environmental effects, views of it being a billionaire's boys club and so out of reach to the average person and a lack of visible innovation from space exploration. Now, there is no doubt here that there has been an advancement in the technology and obviously space crafts themselves, but it just doesn't seem as exciting perhaps as watching the Apollo Lunar Module Eagle landed on the moon in 1969. Have a read and let us know what you think. If you are camp space or if you're camp, maybe we should sort of out this planet first. Let us know. Um, for all I know, you could love everything to do with space and this was the biggest piece of news this week. So that's all the news this week. Uh, the last thing to talk about really is we had the peeling back the and on CX one year on webinar on Wednesday. And if I'm being completely honest, it was an absolute triumph. The panelists were incredible and I'm still amazed at just how much they managed to squeeze into 60 minutes of time. A very different lens on CX, contact centers, how real businesses I mean we were speaking to Water Plus and they were talking about literally what they were doing in response to the pandemic um, pretty much every step of the way through and kind of what they're thinking about doing now to secure the sustainability of the solutions they put in place such a great session it had insights from AWS we had ECS on there Brain Food Consultant and obviously Water Plus too so if you do have a spare 60 minutes and you'd like to know a little bit more about how you yourself can look after your CX strategy going forward um, definitely worth a watch Another thing to mention is we are super excited to announce that the Devils Playground have announced their next session taking place on July 29th and taking users on a Terraform deep dive. As always, the session is free and open to all and at the moment it's still being live streamed over on the ECS YouTube channel so you can enjoy from the comfort of your home. Uh, just look out for the little panda icon in the links below um, and register yeah, using the link there. Other than that, I hope you enjoyed the rest of your week wherever you're up to and we look forward to catching up with you next week with more tech news. Take care.